Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there. Thanks for joining me. My name is John Rawls. I am the owner and part of a team of a business's mission called Kavanaugh Media. And we are honored to be able to spend some time with you. I am, our team is right now as I am recording today's show. I've looked at our calendar and our team is literally in back to back to back, just meeting after meeting after meeting with teams like you all. Many of them are a part of our one-to-many project that we're doing, but many of them as well are just partnerships that we have with actually different mission organizations and trying to help their teams be ready for whatever the Lord may do in their location using digital social media, the technology and tools that are out there. And so as a team, we are super honored to be able to partner with some amazing teams orgs, people, groups that are out there, and I'm excited to spend some time with you today on the show as well. I'm going to take a break this week to uh, share with you something that the Lord has been impressing upon my heart, which is something I think will benefit, I hope, for you, or at least for something for you to think through in your own digital efforts. We're also going to be having next week, Lord willing, I will be introducing you to Casey. Casey is our operations manager. He does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff to make sure that things and people and projects don't fall through the cracks. He is an amazingly talented and trained individual in this area and comes from the business field where he got his MBA in supply chain logistical management, and he did it on an international scale. So he also has done church planting work with us in Taiwan and is just a fantastic guy. So I'm excited to introduce him to you all in the upcoming episodes. I also am going to have an episode coming up just simply about how to do A-B testing and how to see these different events showing up. So specifically more, more about events, how to see what's happening on your website in the new Google Analytics 4. All right, because this is, it's a new thing. They've been over a year now rolling it out, trying to get rid of the issues with it. And so um, I think it's getting better. It is not the best answer for everyone, depending upon your GDPR needs, where you're located. But for many teams, probably most teams, I would say it's a fantastic tool and one that you need to make sure that you have as part of your digital engagement efforts. But that's what's coming up, Lord willing. I find myself in the midst of about a six-week travel schedule, and I have felt the burden of that travel. I love it. I love where I get to go. I love who I'm getting to spend time with and seeing just locally on these different fields and locations how God is at work. But I will tell you that there is a danger that comes from the sense of urgency when you just push and push and push, that there is a real danger for burnout, less creativity, and a lot of problems that come. 
And so today I want to share with you three things that the Lord has been impressing upon me that I want to share with you all. Now, some of these have been a discipline that I've been in and been doing for quite a while. And so I just want to share them to to you to see if they might be a benefit to you as well. But the first one is one that I'm still trying to wrestle with and to apply in my own life and in my own ministry. So I searched this morning, 200, close to 260 now accounts that we have admin access on. That does not mean that we're running all the ads in those places. It just means that we have access enough to be able to see how they're doing. Some of them are our clients where we are actively running ads in their location for their benefit. But one of the things that I've noticed over time, and I just checked it again today, is just how many of those accounts that we're not actively managing. So these are just accounts that we have access to, we can see just how many of them are not running ads. They're just not, they're not actively doing the digital engagement or they are doing it so infrequent that honestly the results will be not good. And it just makes me wonder, okay, what, what's the challenge there? Because you see, it's not, it's really, it's not that hard to get somebody prepared to get a website or whatever else set up and to start running ads. It's getting harder. It's frustrating. There are things that happen and, and there's no rhyme or reason as to why sometimes accounts are being shut down or ads aren't being approved. I mean, I think there are some reasons to it. I'll give you one real quickly here. It's just a side note. I read last week that Facebook shut down hundreds, if not thousands of accounts tied to misinformation accounts from Russia, China, places like that. So they're actively looking for any kind of indicators that would show that what this person or team or account says they are is not who they really are. And obviously, they're not going to share with you or me what those techniques and tools are. Um, there are some things that we do that could cause issues, like using a VPN to access your Facebook account from overseas. That's that's going to cause problems. But sometimes it's just you've done nothing wrong and you still have issues that pop up. And that's part of the, the challenges that Facebook and Meta and others are facing. But there's that part that's going on. So I, I get all of that. Okay, All of those things are happening. You and I face those. But there's just something too. When you launch out, great. You're excited about it. But what about six months later? What about one year later? What about the two years and, and the challenges? What are you learning? What challenges are you seeing? Are you still being diligent? Are you still making haste slowly as the saying goes? All of those things matter. And so one of the concerns that I have is that we push and we need to. A sense of urgency just seems to be lacking so many times from different groups that I come across. They kind of get to things. Sometimes it takes months on end for, for something to get started with no apparent reason as to why. Minus just there's no sense of urgency there where every day hundreds of, of thousands of people will die a Christless eternity if we do not get good news to them. Because as the saying goes, it's only good news if it gets to them in time. So we use digital to try to get that good news out there to as many people as possible, to get the Bible out there to, to as many people as possible. But the danger of that is that in that sense of urgency or pushing is that we can push too hard and we can burn out. We have, I actually don't know the exact number, but it's a ton of what we call 
SOPs. SOPs are just standard operating procedures that we use at Kavanaugh. We have built these for our operations. So I will put some of these online when they benefit the broader community, but a lot of these are tied just specifically to Kavanaugh Media, to the work that we do as a, as a team, as a, a business, as mission, the culture that we're trying to form. And for me, it's been hard because when you're running as a solopreneur, as an individual, sometimes then to let go, to let Kavanaugh be something bigger than one person, to let it be serving in multiple ways is a challenge. That is a challenge to growth, one that I've been working through. But another one is just the culture part of that. And so this is just a good example of one of our SOPs that I want to share with you about the idea of rest. So we're going to have three R's. The first one is just simply this, of resting. And so I want to share with you, here is our paid time off policy. So this was just reviewed and edited September 20th. And so you can see through here what it is on our policy of what we have and who's it for. In fact, if you want, I'll probably just post this to our show notes so that you could go through there. But here's the part I want you to see, and that is why is this important? All right, why is this important? I'll highlight that part right here for you to see. We understand that sustainable rhythms of work and rest will enable us to go the distance and enjoy the journey. We work hard and we rest well. We believe that work is God's idea and realizing a vision requires effort. Sabbath builds resistance. Recreation or recreation restores and health matters. We measure our pace embrace our limits, and trust God's timing and provision. Sustainable rhythms of work and rest should be our goal. Rest should be as intentional as work and not considered a lack of desire or weakness, but a display of loyalty to the sustained effort it takes to accomplish the vision of Kavanaugh Media. So that's just the reality of what we believe we want to do when it comes to rest. Now, I have been around some mission teams that are out there that work unbelievably hard and push and push and push, and I respect their effort. And if you're a team that's like that, I would say, maybe you need to think through this rest issue. Jesus rested. We need to rest. This week is supposed to be a vacation week for me. As you can tell, I'm recording a podcast. I have been in calls all morning. I am talking with different clients and partners and doing work, and it's been hard to get away. That's just the reality, but it's also an excuse. Now, I did get away yesterday afternoon, went for a hike. We live by the Smoky Mountains, and so my wife and I went out, did about a nine-mile hike, and it was so hard and yet so good. And I came back from that, yes, my body hurting, but there was just something to this mental part of just being in God's creation. I got back into cell phone coverage and had probably 150, I think, emails waiting for me in a three and a half period of time. And I was just like overwhelmed by that, throw that away, just delete. I didn't do that. I didn't delete all the messages, but it's just, you feel like that desire to do that. So that's that challenge though. When you come back sometimes though, you can handle the workload that is there. It is really important 
to get rest into your routine and to get exercise into your routine. Because if if you are pushing hard, you can't keep that up forever. You just can't do that. There's a, a poem, a thing that I read in one of the books that I'm reading that just says this, for want of a nail, the shoe was lost. And then because of the shoe, the horse was lost. And because of the horse, the rider, and because of the rider, the message. And because of the message, the battle. And because of the battle, the kingdom. For want of a nail, the kingdom was lost. Those small little insignificant things can add up. And rest is something that I want to encourage you to do. Work hard, push hard. There are teams that are out there that I I see their rhythm and I, I really, I do question a sense of urgency. I do question stewardship. A lot of money being raised and not a lot of work being done. And and I don't I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm just looking at going, I don't see the effort. And and for them, I would say to them, you've got to step up. You need to push harder. There's people's eternity that's at stake. But for many of you, when I see the messages and the comments that are coming in, I realize it's a Saturday, it's a Sunday, and you're still out there hustling and pushing. I want to encourage you to rest to make sure that you're finding time to get away. And so if any way I can do that, I want to encourage you to do that. You can hold me accountable to that as well. That's something we want. Now, another part of this, and this is just parts that the Lord is placing upon my heart that I want to share with you all today. And that is just, what are you reading? What are you doing? What are you reading in your your life right now? What kind of things are you bringing into your life mind and heart and soul. Let me share with you a little bit about my reading. So let me switch over here to the software that I just love. All right, this is my favorite software. In fact, let me just make this even bigger for you all. There you go. Now what you're seeing here is interconnected parts to the graph of my notes that I have in Obsidian. And you can begin to see as you dive into them that there's a lot of things that that go. And so as you're looking at that map, as you're seeing the different ones that are there, you can begin to see how, oh, all right, this connects. This is the articles about Google or discipleship or leadership. And you begin to see how these notes all tie together. Here's trust and issues like that. This is all a part of my way of trying to digitize and get thoughts that are in my head down. And a big part of this comes from what I'm reading. And so I was a professor at a small Christian college before we went to the field in Taiwan to do church planning work there. I got paid to read. I got paid and was given books by publishers. But I made a decision to sell my physical library so that I could travel and move and still have my library with me. So I just use a small little iPad mini and then I use a, a, a iPencil to make notes. And so what you're seeing is a collection of all of that. So when, let me scroll back out here and let you see what we're looking at. When it comes to the just the overall work that I'm trying to do of reading, so let me back this out so you can see, this comes from my reading list. So this is just many of my Kindle highlights. There's physical books that I do read every once in a while, and so then I have to try to take my notes and bring them out back into it. But these are 
all the books that I've been reading and notes that I have in them. And so that's my question for you. What are you reading? And are you just reading about one subject? So if you start to look through here, you'll see here's one on small farms futures. Here's the scout mindset, how to think more effectively, online Jesus. Here's analog church, cyber jutsu. That was a really good book. Uh, Meta church, originals, evangelism as exiles, the beginning of affinity, AI superpowers, all sorts of different books. And so when I'm going through reading, then all my notes can come into it. So here's one called 4,000 Weeks, and here's different quotes, and then you'll see different books and links and things in these, and they're all tied together. My point being, are you taking the time to read and to bring in people who have gone before us, people that are thinking different than you and I might think, different subjects and seeing how they cross-fertilize and bring new ideas and insights? And that's a big area that I'm trying to do is to lead out in, in our Kavanaugh part, at least, into research and development. So there's tons of stuff on Web3 and blockchain and different types of technologies that are out there, multiple ones. Helium, that's a big one. I've got a miner running on that. These are all just things that I'm doing to try to learn and say, think through how can it help me accomplish the mission. And these books are the ways that help me think and learn from those who are a lot smarter than me. Also, reading God's Word. Are you in a Bible reading plan? Are you in God's Word every day? The work that you and I do is a spiritual one. Yes, it's digital, it's technology, but it's spiritual at its very core. And we have to be in alignment and in step with the Spirit and with God's Word. And I know that we are trying to share media to people, but if I could only pick one thing to share with every person in the world, the billions of people that are out there, I would just want to share God's Word. I just believe the power of God's Word. I believe that when people can engage and learn and read and hear from God's Word, that's where things grow. And so that's my, my favorite media to use is media that relates right back to it. And that's not to take away from the creative artists and people making amazing media out there. Those things are great and there's an amazing usage of them. But God's Word is powerful and the Spirit works through it. So what are you reading? What are you thinking through? What parts of your life are you expanding upon? Are you reading broadly? The idea, and it's a saying that I've said to my kids long since they've been growing up, is that readers are leaders. So you have to be thinking. You need to be resting. You need to be reading. And then I want to give you the final one here, and that's just simply reflecting. It's not just enough to read and take lots of notes. It's then to begin to think through how all those things work in your life. Let me show you an example of a note then. So this is the template that I use every day to try to reflect on what's happening in my life and in my ministry. Did I do my best to grow spiritually? to love my wife, to love my kids, to be a good friend, to learn something, to create something, to exercise. Then I'll go through here and I'll put a few notes into that and then I just file that away. And then that's one of each day of questions that are letting me be, have the discipline to think through, to reflect upon, to, to spend time to ponder and to wonder and to just let the Lord speak. And so I would encourage you to not only be reading, but to be reflecting. 
and to really find yourself with white space and time. This is why rest is so important, so that you have time to just think, to, to chew on your food, if you would. That's why it was so good to be up in the mountains yesterday for me, is because it gave me opportunities to get away from the constant dinging of slack and Teams and Signal and Telegram and email and every other communication channel out there and to just spend three and a half hours climbing up a mountain, coming back down with my wife in God's nature. And most of it was not even spent talking, just thinking. Every once in a while we'd say something, we'd talk a little bit, but so much of it is just spent in reflecting. So I hope that that is a rhythm that you can find yourself in doing, which is to read and then reflect and to spend each day just going, what, what are you learning? What are you, what are you reflecting from this? This is a principle. I'll share this final thing with you that we as a family did even on the mission field and we still do it today. Tell me a high, tell me a low. What was one good thing? What was one not so good thing from your day? And we sit around a dinner table and we just reflect and share and talk with each other about those. All right. So there's some thoughts from me, I hope that they will be a benefit to you. I have been thinking through those. I've been impressed from the Lord in those areas, and I just wanted to share those with you today. So I hope that it will be a blessing to you. Next week, I'm going to introduce you to Casey. After that, we're going to look at some uh, events in Google Analytics 4, some new ways to do some measurement in there. We also have some different types of marketing accounts. We're experimenting with a few new things. So we're going to be sharing that coming up. So there's a lot that we have planned, Lord willing, to share with you as we move forward. If you would, go to our YouTube page, subscribe to it, click on that button so you'll be notified. But this show comes out every week the Lord provides for however long he provides. It'll try to come out every Friday at 1.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I pray that it'll be a blessing to you. And if it is and you want to share it with somebody else, make sure they know about the show as well. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.